Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back to the podcast and thank you all so much for feeding back on last week's episode. <laughs> I recorded it and afterwards I was thinking to myself, did I just talk about a Joe Malone car diffuser or did I actually make my point? <laughs> so I listened back to the episode and you know what? It wasn't too bad if I do say so myself. I realised I did get the message across. However, I do have an update for you all. A week after getting the new scent <laughs> the car diffuser and it doesn't smell guys please don't waste your money on those car diffusers they are rubbish and another completely unrelated item i purchased i was so excited when they got pat mcgrath makeup in harrods um next to me and i went out and bought the foundation without barely trying it and it was nice i did what it did it was meant to do uh but that was really expensive so when it when I finished it I thought oh, do you know what I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get it again it was more than double the price of the normal foundation that I use I'll just go back to my old one and I went back to my old one and I swear it aged us five years so there's an example of me trying to save money <laughs> I ended up buying twice <laughs> so annoyed with myself anyway the Pat McGrath makeup I would highly recommend but don't buy the Jo Malone diffuser. So there's some little advice that you didn't know you needed for the start of the podcast. Moving on, this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you about going into Q2. Now, if you are not in finance, if you don't work in your own business, then you may not know what Q2 is. And it just means that when you are looking at your business, you can have those markers in the sand where you look at the financial performance of the company, budgeting, forecasting, KPIs like key performance indicators, strategy, etc. Now, I don't actually follow my financial year. I follow the, the, the calendar year when I'm reviewing my business. So at the start of the year, I'll have certain things that I'll set myself that I want to achieve. And it's really good to check in with that every quarter And it might be something that you want to do for yourself. So I want you to go back to either your vision board or your plan for January. Like what what hopes did you have for the year? What were you planning for yourself? Or maybe if you weren't in that headspace back then and you didn't plan anything for yourself, I want you to have this little marker in the sand to go, do you know what, we're three months in to 2023 what am I proud of? What am I excited about? What have I not done anything about? And where would I like to take action? So rather than sitting in a negative and feeling like, do you know what, nothing's changed, I'm still in the same place, ask yourself those powerful questions that I've just put out there and have a little review I've definitely done this before in podcasts where I talk about having reviews with yourself and it's so good because life as we know it is ridiculously fast and if we don't pause to just question where do I want to go next 
then life is taking you on the journey rather than you going on your own journey. So having that marker in the sand is amazing. Now, that was part one of what I wanted to talk to you about in this episode. And part two was just to review why we might not be achieving things and how we can put things into practice to start achieving our goals. I've just had a lovely WhatsApp message from a client that I worked with back in the early part of 2022. And the message read, I was promoted at work to senior director, just out found out yesterday you played a major role in this for me and I wanted to thank you. And then the second thing they updated me on is that they are now in a committed relationship. I love updates like that. It's so nice to not just work with somebody, but also to continue to find out about their journey and what's going on because they did that work on themselves. And I was kind of thinking about where that where that client has been and where they are now, but also other things that had come up for other clients that I have been working with or, or worked with and things that are going on for them right now or things that they've overcame. And there were some really common themes that ran through for the, the, these specific clients that I was thinking of. And their success now is not because they didn't have it within them. And it's not because they didn't believe it at the start because some people have confidence at the start and they have you know evidence of where they have had success and a great time you know maybe it's in their early 20s or at university and they didn't have many limiting beliefs and things that triggered their limiting beliefs are not necessarily conditional or caused in late childhood early adolescence It can be that it came from experiences with other people. So just to kind of get into the the detail of where I'm going with this. So say if you had a job where you didn't feel valued or it was a really negative experience. And I've just been having conversations with somebody where their company told them they should be grateful to have a job because they wouldn't get a job elsewhere. Now, how horrific is that, that a company could say that? That is the same as being in an abusive relationship. They're telling you you can't find better, so then you don't feel good enough to try and find any better. And you stay where you are and you take the crap that is being thrown at you. Or it could be that you've been made redundant and you feel that internally as a reflection on you. It could be that... You just don't feel valued where you are. Now, work plays a massive role in our life. It's 75% of our time. And if that is not serving us and if it's making us feel bad, that will start to instill negative beliefs that we didn't have. Just like if you go into a relationship and that is a negative relationship, and you've had a few of those over time, then you'll start to believe that relationships are negative and that you're not good enough to be in a relationship or you'll have bad feelings about relationships. And that might not have been started in, you know, (laughs) early adolescence. That could come later in life. So sometimes it's not our beliefs that are holding us back. It's actual evidence. 
evidence of things that have gone wrong for us and that has caused us to feel bad about ourselves. If that is the case for you, it's no different to rewiring the subconscious beliefs that we've grown up with to the ones that we have evidence for, real evidence, where you go, but look at how this job treated me or look at how this person treated me. You've still now created a belief system that doesn't serve you and a one that needs rewiring. And the only way to do that is to start proving it wrong. Because if you stay where you are, then nothing changes. And you're allowing those experiences or those beliefs to be confirmed that that's all you're worth, that that's, that that's how life's going to be for you, you know? And there might be, you know, those limited beliefs of like, you know, if something good happens, something bad will follow, or life's just tough, that's just the way it is. You don't need to believe all of those. You can start working against them. And what I wanted to give you in this episode was something tangible that you could take away where you can start supporting yourself out of your current situation. So if you're not where you want to be coming into Q2 of 2023, then let's have a reset. Sit back down and start looking at your vision board, start looking and planning out some goals. And it may be that you have to write in the negative connotation first, so you write down what you're not happy with before you can decide what you want your life to look like. So write down the things that you want to leave behind and then start planning what you want to achieve, do, create, manifest, whatever those words are, whatever that conjures up for you. So you've got some real goals. You might even want to write down like what is coming up for you when you think about those goals as well. So what negative things are coming up for you? What limiting beliefs are coming up for you? What fears are coming up for you? What worries do you have? And then I want you to ask yourself, what if nothing changes? That's the most powerful thing that can help you (laughs) to move and change is what happens if nothing changes for you right now? What does that look like? And how would that feel? Now, to get out of where you are and to unwire the limiting beliefs, to remove the story that you've placed on yourself as to why these things can't happen for you, the thing that you need to take is action. You've got to start moving towards those goals or else you let the story win. You let whoever's been unkind to you, whatever situation's been unkind to you, whatever story that you've told yourself, that becomes true and that will be how you continue to live your life. So to work against it, and I get, I get that it can be scary to step into the life that you really want. But let me tell you what is so possible for you. You can have whatever business you want. You can have whatever career you want. You can have whatever life that looks like, whatever income, but you have to decide you want it first. Once you've decided that you want it and that you do deserve it, then you need to start breaking this down into some form of goal. And I would always start off with one 
Because if you try and start off with achieving everything, you can't put your attention in everything, you will fail at most of them if you are trying to achieve everything. So pick one, one that's important to you, one that would really change the needle from where you are now to get to where you want to be. And then you have to be a little bit specific. So if it is change career, you've got to nail that down. Like, what does that look like? And what what do you want from a career more importantly? Is it more money? Is it to work with better people? Is it to manage your own hours? Like, what is it that you actually want from a career? Once you get so detailed on it, it becomes clearer and you can start to visualize it more. So, you know, if you're just saying you want a relationship, who is that relationship with? Why do you want to be in a relationship? Really break it down. Because as I say, when you see the detail on it, one, you can start working towards it. Two, you won't settle for anything less. And three, it helps you to visualize it much better. Once you've got your sight set on that one goal, you then need to be really clear and specific about breaking down that larger goal into more manageable ones. So then you've kind of got a little bit of a plan of action. So if you wanted to become a life coach, what you shouldn't be thinking about is, oh my God, but I need to have a podcast and I need to have a website and how would I get clients? That's almost like stages well beyond your certification. So you'd be looking at, right, well, my first step would be to get the certification. There's probably a step before that where I need to research what certification I need. Then once you've got your certification, stage three would be think about who is who are the clients that I want to coach. Once you've then got that, you've then got, okay, so if these are the clients I'm aiming at, then this is how I will market myself. This is what I'll be talking about. So then that stage four, I can't remember what stages we're on to. But if you can see, I took one goal there of becoming a life coach and we broke it down really, really quickly into bite-sized manageable chunks. Because if you keep thinking about the huge end goal, that will be overwhelming and you won't get there. So you need to be able to break it down and set yourself really manageable, achievable targets. So for example, when somebody comes into the academy that's new, I always ask them to set themselves a goal of how many hours a week they'll work on the certification and get them to have a goal in mind as to when they have complete want to, want to complete it. So what they can then do is, is to work back over. So if they know it takes 100 hours to get the certification, break that down into how many weeks you'll put that in, uh, how many hours a week you'll put that in, and then you can work out your end goal in terms of, of achieving the certification. So you can see there that what we did was we took something that you want to achieve, we gave ourselves targets that you wanted to achieve within that, and then you broke it down, and then it might be, okay, right, well, I'm going to spend four hours a week working on it. What does that four hours a week work like? Because for somebody, that might be you know, the only time I've got free is when my little one goes to his dad's on a Sunday. So therefore you've got four hours that you work on that Sunday on it. Or it might be that actually you need to fit it in. You're a teacher. So therefore you won't be working on it until it's term time. Or sorry, out of term time when it's holidays. So you might be kind of doing X amount of hours that time. Or it might be that you've decided, you know what, I'll do half an hour every night for four nights and you break it down that way 
So it's got to be, break it down as to how many hours that you're going to set yourself a week on this goal. But what are you going to do with in that uh, that time scale so it might be that you break it down even further and go do you know what on a Monday this is what I'll do on a Tuesday this is what I'll do so for example my goal is to become fitter to continue with a uh, fitness routine that I enjoy so my I know if I try to set myself a goal of going to the gym three times a week which is way better than going twice a week I'd feel like it's impossible for me to try and go three times a week with with everything else that I've got going on. So I have created a goal that's achievable for me, which is twice a week. But I now have something that I am aiming towards when I go there. So I make sure that those two hours, um, those um, that twice a week that I can go is utilized really well. So I have a personal trainer that sets me things to do within that time. So I know I'm being challenged. So it doesn't feel like, oh God, this is all the time I've got to go with it. This is like, actually, this is the time and this is what I'm going to do with it. So it's changing my perspective on the goal, but it's also making it still tangible, achievable, but exciting at the same time. Another thing that successful people do when they're achieving their goals is making sure that they are reviewing. So setting time aside to just problem solve and look at what's working, what's not working. Why am I not motivated anymore? What's coming up for me? And it could be that, you know what, one of your own limiting beliefs has come up and it's triggered you and you might need just a little reset. It could be that you are fearful of something that you need to do so you've ended up procrastinating over it so you're acknowledging you know what I know I'm procrastinating over that and I just need to figure out how I'm going to do it and what that looks like so then you set yourself a new goal that week of whatever you've been procrastinating over you put time in to set and achieve that it could be that the thing that you're that the problem that needs solving is something that you have come up against a barrier of so you might need to sit down and work out right how do I get over this barrier what was the thing that's coming up for me and it could be that it's not a limiting belief but that it's a physical barrier so you now need to figure out how you're going to work around it and what does that look like to then merge that into that goal now because you now know you've got this little barrier that you have to work towards and remember anything that didn't go well or something you feel like you failed at you have to accept that that's a national, like a natural part of the process. It's something that's always going to happen. Whenever you're trying to achieve something, you're going to fail time and time again. So accept it. This is not going to be a smooth run. Nothing ever is. If something's worthwhile doing and you're setting yourself to achieve it and you've never done it before, you're going to fail. Accept that and take that as part of the process. And every time you fail, know that you're a step closer. Because that failure will have taught you so, so much. But if all you do is go, oh God, I knew, I knew this wouldn't work for me. And you set yourself back, know that that's on you. Whereas if actually, if you look at what, what you failed at and know this, there's a learning, there's a, piece, there's, there's a piece of growth that you can learn from this, then you will start to move forward from it. And you'll go to the next step and you'll go to your next stage of growth and you'll go to the next stage of the goal. But you have to get past that barrier. The other thing that you need to remember is to be adaptable all the time. 
whatever comes up, because do you know what? Life throws in things that change in circumstances, whether that's being ill or something came up at work, so it kind of consumed your whole week, so you didn't get to concentrate on your goals. You have to acknowledge what is coming up and be adaptable to it. And it might be that you go, do you know what? This week I worked night shift. So I know now that me trying to do anything on the weeks that I work night shift is impossible. So now I'll write that into my forward planning. That I know the the weeks that are really busy. Like if you work in finance, it could be that there's a week in your month where you're doing payroll or financy things, (laughs) you need to just acknowledge that those weeks are really tough for you. So you then need to kind of just go, those weeks are are, are kind of written out for me. Um, I know that when I've got a launch week, when I'm going into a free masterclass where I'm talking about how to become a life coach, they're really intense weeks for me. So I have to acknowledge that anything outside of that, any nice to-dos, won't get done so whether that's going to the gym whether that's meeting up with friends those are the things I have to sacrifice in those weeks just to make sure that I achieve the thing that needs my attention at that time if you want to be successful and you want to take your life to the next level you have to understand not just the voice that comes up that tells you you can't have it but it's the habits that are attached to that Because whatever's come up for you in your life, that does not have to be your story. Your beliefs do not have to be your outcomes. The things that have happened to you do not have to be your future. And there will be voices that are created because of that. So the internal system that says you can't have this, you can't do that. But the thing that's stopping you isn't the voices. It's the habits that you've attached to that. So acknowledging what habits you need to achieve your goals is amazing and that will be the thing that pushes you forward but you also need to recognize those self-sabotaging actions and habits that you continue to do daily and weekly so there's loads for you to think about loads but what you have to do is have that moment in the sand where you go right I'm entering into q2 of 2023 of my life so what do I want that to look like And you can either make Q2 amazing or you can continue as you are. It is absolutely up to you. But the thing that you need to remember is that you are in charge. No matter what people have previously dictated to you or what voices have been dictating to you, they don't have to be true anymore. You absolutely can move past this. You just have to decide that it's something that you want for you. As always, if this has resonated with you, then reach out. You know my DMs are always open. I respond to every single message that comes in, unless you're trying to sell us something. (laughs) But if you are just reaching out to tell me what resonated with you, what actions you've took because of it, then please do get in touch. As I say, I respond to all messages lovely having this little episode. I am definitely excited about quarter two for me. I am definitely excited about Q2 for me and what that looks like and what I'm going to pivot on in my business, what I'm going to take action on and the things that I know (laughs) I got (laughs) done in my business last year that I'm still not happy with 
and I spent all of Q1 being unhappy with them. So I need to change that. And I've got somebody on board who's going to help me with that. That is a a process thing, not a, a mental thing. But I know it needs doing and I'm not good at those processes things because it's a, a technical IT. So somebody's going to help me with that. I have other people who are now working with me in my business that are absolutely going to help me take me to that next level. But I also had to be brave enough to take those jumps and to reach out as well and ask those questions if these things are possible for me within my business or else I don't move forward. And I'm so excited for the next stage of what my business looks like. And I'll be telling you all about it once I've got some of the the legal stuff in place. So I've got I've got an amazing team who are going to be looking at PR for me. I've got an amazing legal team who are going to be looking at some terms and conditions that I need to put into my business before I go to that next level. I've got an amazing team that's going to be working on marketing for me. I've got an amazing woman that's going to be working on the IT stuff in the background. So it's all really exciting. But what I had to do was decide that I wanted to take that next level in my business. So what is going to be that next level for you that you're going to decide that is what I want for me in Q2 or that is what you want for the rest of 2023 but you're going to break it down into those bite-sized goals and stages and set yourself a strategy. You absolutely can do this, you just need, as I said, you just need to decide that this is what you want for you. Have an amazing week everyone, I love doing this podcast, thank you so much for listening please do share these episodes with your friends on social media. It massively helps me to increase my reach. So whether you like and follow, whether you review my podcast and pop a nice little review on, whatever that looks like, I would be so grateful if you could just keep sharing this podcast and what the value is that you get from it. Have an amazing week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes this break is brought to you by adobe photoshop here's a fun fact every day millions of people around the world use photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff designs for t-shirts and posters graphics to promote brands and businesses images for social and websites Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com.